Welcome to Think Bible, the podcast that exists to challenge, edify, and encourage Christian women to think and live biblically, all for the glory of God. I'm your host, Stephanie Smith. Welcome, friends, to the Think Bible podcast. We exist to edify, encourage, and challenge Christian women to think and live biblically for the glory of God. Today, our podcast guest is Sarah McCargish, and Sarah is going to help us think um, biblically and reasonably about what our response should be to the plight of women and girls who have been trafficked. Sex trafficking is a huge problem in our country, in our world. And as Christians, um, I guess we have a couple of responses. One is we want to just bury our heads and pretend it's not there. And that probably would be my natural response as well. Um, And yet it's something that's becoming more and more prevalent and I'm becoming more and more aware of it. And so I wanted to share that with our listeners. But I think the more biblical response would be, how can we help? How can we make um, changes in the way things work so that we can protect the innocent and the young and, and even the vulnerable? And so I've invited Sarah to talk with us about that today. My family met Sarah, I believe it was in 2008, and Sarah is the age of my children. So she is a young lady, but she is a bold and a brave lady, and I am proud of her for not um, shirking from this duty that the Lord's put before her. She's not wasting her youth, and she's not allowing people to despise her youth, as the scripture says, but she's using it for God's kingdom. Sarah, welcome to our podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you. So tell me, kind of back up to the beginning, and I know that you have written for my blog before, and so people may be a little bit familiar with you, but for those who haven't seen your article, those who are just joining us, tell us, how did you get involved? What drew you to this um, situation of helping women and girls who are involved with sex trafficking. Absolutely. Well, this is definitely not something I always saw myself doing. In fact, it's kind of (laughs) like what you were saying. I was very ignorant on the issue of human sex trafficking. And and I knew it was, you know, on the list of problems in our world and results of sin in the fall. But I had never really looked into it or honestly given much um, emotion towards processing what this means and how I am responsible to be a part of the solution. And I was, uh, I went to Liberty University and during my freshman year, I was on a speech team. And one of my um, things that I competed with was a a 10 minute monologue. So uh, a dramatic interpretation and I had to find a platform. So an issue, something I was passionate about, something I wanted to share about and I, I really wasn't sure what I was going to go with. And I randomly thought, well, human sex trafficking, that's kind of an issue. I don't really know much about it. So I'll be learning as I 
do this. And mm-hmm. so as I started getting testimonies of these girls and forming it into a 10 minute compilation of their stories and their journey and what they'd been through and how they'd overcome or the things that they've endured, the more I shared their stories, the more I realized how much of an issue it really is. And, Mm. um, you know, I say it in at the beginning of my monologue, these are real people with real stories that need to be heard. And Mm. it's so true This each individual human being is a life and their whole world is rocked upside down by this. This is arguably the most traumatic thing a human can experience because not only is it mental and physical and emotional trauma, but sexual trauma and violation in so many ways that we can't even imagine. And um, everything these girls do to cope with it and um, just shutting down emotions and just all that they've been through is just so unimaginable. And so I ended up getting a degree in psychology and God really put this on my heart to advocate for these girls. And I was able my senior year to go to Costa Rica for an internship. And I worked in a safe house um, with sex trafficking victims and um, Mm -hmm. just able to minister to different uh, groups of girls and women. And God really put it on my heart. This is what I want you to do. Not not here. I actually was offered a job in Costa Rica, but he said, Mm -hmm. this is what I want you to do, but not here. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I just, God just really instilled this in my heart during college. I love that. Um, I want to take a a quick rabbit trail because something that I get asked often by my own children, as well as lots of other people, (laughs) how do I know God's will for my life? And I love that you were just walking day by day in what God had called you to. And then he pointed you specifically to his will for your life. Mm -hmm. So it started with just, you know, finishing high school and doing a good job and going off to college, which is how he directed you. Mm -hmm. And then a speech team of all things. Right. To put that um, specific burden in your heart. I I just, I tell people often, that's what it is. It's day in and day out Mm -hmm. obedience. And eventually God shows you when his timing is right. So that's really a neat part of your story. But also how um, he allowed you to go on that team your senior year and how Mm -hmm. he confirmed in your heart uh, what he wanted you to do. So tell us, you're not in Costa Rica, but where are you? And what is your role in, in the situation now? Well, I am currently in Arizona. And that is where we will be building the ranch. So we've actually raised over a million dollars. So praise the Lord, we have the money for the ranch. And now we're at the exciting stage of securing the property, finding the right location, and then building and starting up the ranch. So it's really the ground level, but we're really excited for the momentum Mm -hmm. that's building. And what is the name of the ranch and what will be its purpose? So the name of the ranch is Beauty from Ashes Ranch. And our director and founder, Sarah Hott, um, took it from a passage in Isaiah. And I'll go ahead and read that for you. It's Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. It says, The Spirit of the Lord God is on me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of our God's vengeance 
to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, festive oil instead of mourning, and splendid clothes instead of despair. And they will be called righteous trees planted by the Lord to glorify him. And something that's interesting about this passage is I graduated college, had no idea what I was going to do. I mean, I kind of knew what I was going to do. I had no idea how God was going to work it all out. I came yeah. home because I really didn't have a plan. So uh, my mom was directing a vacation Bible school in Reserve, New Mexico. This is like population of under 300, teeny tiny town. Um, and I think we had like under 20 kids in our vacation Bible school, but it was a blast. And, and one mom drove her son an hour every morning to bring him to vacation mm -hmm. Bible school. And uh, the last day she was talking to me about what's your degree, psychology, what do you want to do with it, work with victims of human sex trafficking. And she said, oh, that's interesting because my cousin, Sarah Hot is trying to start mm -hmm. up a ranch which will be a long-term holistic care facility for girls 11 to 17 years old who have been rescued out of human sex trafficking. And I said, no way. And I had just <laughs> been reading in Isaiah, Isaiah 61, less than two weeks prior to that vacation Bible school. And next to Isaiah 61, one through three, I wrote, Lord, this is my calling. Like, it says the spirit of the Lord God is on me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, heal the broken heart and proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to the prisoners. I said, Lord, show me your vision for my life. Mm -hmm. I wrote that prayer out in my Bible. I was like, this is what you've called me to do. Show me. And less than two weeks later, I heard about Beauty from Ashes Ranch. Christians are called to be the representative of Christ to the lost world. Um, and that that is what Beauty from Ashes Ranch is doing. That's what Sarah is doing in her role with Beauty from Ashes. So that's a really neat uh, part of the story. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. So that's what Beauty from Ashes Ranch is and does. I think she said a holistic care facility mm -hmm. for sex trafficking girls or boys too just girls just girls and people ask us too what about the boys and that would be great if someone has it on their heart to make a facility for the boys but um just to really focus on these girls and their needs we had to be specific again with the age two, 11 to 17 years old um you know it's hard what about the ones younger because kids are trafficked two-year-olds one-year-olds it's insane there's no limit to the immorality and the greed and the abuse. Um, but to really help these girls, we had to narrow it down to a group that we feel is, is super needy. And, um, you know, uh, the average age for a teen to enter the sex trade in the U.S., in the United States, is 13 years old. That's the average. Um, so you have your much older, you have your much younger, and... There's just not a lot of help for these youth. A lot of them get put into foster care. And while that's a great um, resource, these kids have already gone through so much. And then these girls are thrown into high school in a home they don't know, dealing with unimaginable trauma. Studies show that it takes four to seven years to really begin to heal from this kind of trauma. And a lot of the resources are... Um, are not long-term. They're um, like, uh, according to the U.S. Justice Department, there are less than 600 beds available nationwide for child sex trafficking survivors and long-term recovery from this trauma. That's 
less than 600. And, and you think about it, I, Sarah Ha, our founder and director, was talking to a healthcare provider in Phoenix, which is our capital here in Arizona. And the healthcare provider was responsible for bringing these girls in, uh, getting them healthcare and getting them resources and a home. And she said, Sarah, I have 200 girls and nowhere for them to go. 200. Wow. Just this woman alone has 200 girls and nowhere for them to go. Wow. And this was before COVID. COVID has uh, affected it even more and we have less resources because a lot of things are having to shut down. Yeah. Well, that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But something so. that's interesting about the ranch is Sarah Hot, uh, our founder and director, is the, a sergeant for the Tucson Police Department here in Arizona. And this is actually how she got involved with it. She thought she was going to go the FBI route of working in a human sex trafficking unit. And God said, no, I have people pulling them out. I need somewhere for them to go. You're going to build a ranch. And she's like, come again, God? You know. But he didn't stutter. And he said, build this ranch for these girls. And it's been crazy that in about five years, God has already moved to where not only are we starting up, we have the blueprints, we have the plan for the ranch, we have the funds to build the ranch. And God has just worked incredible ways. Um, A year ago, we had less than 300,000 raised and we had a big push for fundraisers and we had big plans and COVID hit and we had to cancel all of our fundraisers. And we said, God, we, we really, Sarah Hot and I both felt God was going to use this year to help us hit our million mark. And we said, okay, God, we know you have a plan. It's your timing. Maybe we heard wrong. We're not sure. <laughs> and we just kept pushing through and just stuck around 300,000 the whole year um, of 2020. And then in December, God gave us over $900,000 in December. Wow. And, and God was like, oh, no, this is the year. It's just going my way, not yours. God yeah. is not surprised by what's going on in the world. God is not overwhelmed by the pain and the suffering and the confusion. God is not a God of chaos. God is a God of order and healing and restoration. And his plans are going to prosper. And so we're just so excited for how he's leading honestly and just what he's done and it's just so incredible and just the reaffirmation that he is in this ministry yeah amen that that's quite the confirmation there Nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. in december <laughs> mm-hmm. and that should give the confidence to move forward i love that mm-hmm. we've talked about or briefly at least mentioned the wrong response, the one that we tend to have, which is bury our heads, pretend this isn't happening. At least it's not in my house. What mm-hmm. really the say is the correct, what is the biblical response to me like this? Well, to me, I think of, uh, I think we all know, seek justice, love mercy, walk humbly with your God. There's commands like that throughout the Bible. Um, even just starting in Isaiah, Isaiah 117 says, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless and plead the widow's cause. So this is an action. Learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression. And 
also, you know, I think of what, what you and I were saying that sometimes ignorance is bliss. If you don't know about it, you don't have to feel responsible for it. But the Bible says to seek justice. So are we seeking this out? Are we seeking to live in a way that brings justice and that brings um, righteousness? And are we seeking to correct oppression? And there's so much of it and there's so many ways and that we can help this, whether you're um, fighting for life in the womb, whether you're um, a teacher or uh, a home educator, um, a mother of babies, there's, there's so many things you can be doing where you're at and um, to seek justice. And, and I know a lot of people think, well, I, I don't know what to look for. I don't know how to help. And there are definitely different resources. One that comes to mind for me is an app called Traffic Cam. So T-R-A-F-F-I-C-K-C-A-M, Traffic Cam. Um, and that is an app that you can download uh, onto your phone. But um, that was actually, uh, if you take uh, a picture of a room, like a hotel room, uh, then they made uh, like a database and there's algorithms and stuff and it will match it um, with photos taken by suspected traffickers and it makes it easier for law enforcement to identify the location where the trafficking was taking place and to actually track down the perpetrators. So just getting that traffic cam app and taking pictures of a hotel room or Airbnb or wherever you visit can help them put it together with um, pictures from pornography and different kinds of things like that. Wow. I had no idea something like that even existed. And I thank mm -hmm. you for oh, that was um, something that I wanted to ask you about was what can we do? Because I'm, I'm a mom. I stay home with my daughter and I cook and I do laundry, <laughs> you know, and I have this think Bible ministry, but, um, you know, I, I joined a book club not that long ago. It's something that's been kind of off and on for several years. And we were going to do a book on human sex trafficking. And I was really excited about it because I wanted to learn how can I help? What can I do? And the book was good, but it was, a Rambo guy, you know, he had all these with a helicopter and airplanes and um, weapons and ammunition. And he would just go blazing into this place that he learned about through his secret contacts. Mm -hmm. And he would, these teenagers, well, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> right. I don't have those kinds of resources. Mm -hmm. So what can the normal average person do this traffic cam is a great idea any right. what else <laughs> i would say being aware a lot of people think oh it's overseas or you know look for maybe the the crazy things going on in the slums and according to the u.s justice department 83 percent of victims in confirmed sex trafficking incidents were identified as u.s citizens 83 wow. percent of our victims are U.S. citizens. And in a 2018 survey, um, Thorne uh, 
did a study and they found that 55% of respondents reported being in school while they were being trafficked. Wow. I think of uh, one girl, uh, her name's Julian. I actually, that's so crazy. I was competing with this speech, this monologue, and I took five testimonies of five different girls that I found online and I just shared their stories. And one of the stories was about a girl and her dad trafficked her. And so first he started abusing her and then she would come home from school to his friends or different men in the backyard and they would bid on her and the highest bidder would take her to her room and abuse her. And this happened her whole life. And um, she talks about how God saved her out of that. She uh, ended up being adopted uh, when she was older into a loving, godly family. Um, But that was her own father. And she would just go to school, come home and be trafficked. And I was sharing at a gala fundraiser um, in September, two years ago, I believe. And I shared that monologue and it was in Tucson, Arizona. And we had about 400 people in attendance. And uh, one of the women there came up to me after and she said, where did you get that story? And I said, oh, I found it online. I've been competing with it. I started six years ago. And she said, that's my story. And I said, that happened to you. I'm so sorry. She said, no, no, no. I wrote that. That's my story. And I was actually able to meet the girl who had written about how God rescued her out of that and transformed her life. And, and equine therapy was a huge help in that rewiring her emotions and helping her heal. And she actually went on to get a master's in counseling and is coming to counsel girls who have been rescued out of human sex trafficking as a survivor herself. And so that's something about our ranch is that we are an equine, we will be an equine therapy facility. So the girls will work with horses, they'll have chores, they'll live there full time. And it'll be six girls to a house and they'll have house parents in each house. They'll have their own bedroom. And something I, I always think as well, you know, six bedrooms, we throw in a bunk bed in each room and bam, you know, you have 12 girls in a house. But, you know, Sarah Hodd's really done the research and the study and made a great point that these girls need their own space. They're used to being degraded and, you know, 30 girls shoved in a room or auctioned off or different things. And they need their own space to heal, their own space to cry, their own space to talk to God or yell or be alone or whatever they need. And so that's why there will be six girls to each house. And these girls are choosing to be here. So they will um, sign a form that's saying, I want to be at this ranch. You know, they've, they've had enough choices made for them. It's their opportunity to take control back of their life and make choices they want so um and they're welcome to live there whenever they come at whatever age 11 to 17 years old till they graduate we'll be doing online education trying to catch them up with whatever grades they've missed Um, we want to teach them how to apply for a job how to make a resume um how to do taxes and cook and different things that they're going to need. These girls are teenagers. Their life has barely begun. And for many of them, they feel like it's over. And we want to know we want them to know that there's a God who loves them. There's a God who redeems and he can heal them from any of this. And they can reenter society as um, 
women that are stronger than ever that have been through so much more than most people can even imagine and they are capable and worthy of living a purposeful meaningful life and it's just like Isaiah 61 3 says they will be called righteous trees planted by the Lord to glorify him. There's nothing that he cannot redeem. There is nothing that he cannot restore. There is nothing that he cannot use for his glory. There is nothing he cannot bring joy to. And we just want these girls to know that they're worth it, that they matter, that they are precious in the eyes of the Lord and in the eyes of us and Lord willing in the eyes of themselves. And so we're just so excited for this ranch, just this home for these girls. And our long-term dream is as we continue to raise money, we want to continue to build ranch houses on this property so that it's a whole community around this equine center of just houses of girls that are just healing and growing together. And they're going to understand each other like no one else will. And it's going to just be a whole community of sisters, Lord willing sisters in the, in Christ. And uh, we're just so excited for this. Yeah, that's a tremendous vision and such a a worthy cause, a noble cause. All right. Do you have any other um, thoughts on practical ways we can help, even specifically how we can help Beauty from Ashes? Um, well, to help Beauty from Ashes, prayer, 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 prayer. Um, just lifting us up in prayer, wisdom for our director, Sarah Hot wisdom for all the staff uh if you would like to pray by name we have um our board and our myself and some other staff uh, on the website by name um you can read up a little bit about each of us and how we got involved in this but uh that's at beautyfromashesranch.org and uh, it has ways to give on there whether by check or online and um, so prayer, financial support, um, really just education and awareness, educating yourself, educate your kids. Um, social media online is a huge avenue that traffickers um, can get kids that are feeling lonely or discouraged, um, kids that start to isolate themselves from their friends and their family. That's something that... Um, that traffickers will do right off is to, to start getting them alone, getting them dependent on the trafficker. That's why a lot of young people that uh, have been victims are wary of service providers and adults in general, because that's a strategy that's used to engage them into services and trafficking is meeting their immediate needs or um, helping them um, with honestly just feeling loved or accepted or wanted and you get the Romeo they're boyfriended in um they think they're running away with their one true love and then oh we got to pay the rent well can you just do this for me you know we each got to do our part and then before they know it they're completely um trapped in human sex trafficking so just talking to our kids um making sure they're aware of what's going on in the world um what's dangerous, how to be safe. Um, I mean, it just goes back to stranger danger and communication with parents and kids and, and looking out for other kids and, you know, looking for the one that is, you know, quite just reaching out to people all around us. And um, it is hard to know. And, and you don't want to be paranoid of, oh, is this kid being trafficked or, oh, is this? And, 
you know, living in that worry and that fear. Um, and so I would say just stay tender to the father. And as he um, encourages you, as he leads you, just reaching out to you, reaching out to those around you um, and just being a listening ear. And again, awareness, educating yourself. So doing the research, there's a lot of resources out there, including our website. I, I appreciate what you just said there because really it's just obeying God's commands to think of others before mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, pay attention and be a, a friend and a listener. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, Sarah, I appreciate so much your sharing and your time today. I appreciate Beauty from Ashes Ranch and their mission and the things they're going to accomplish for God's glory. Um, thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for your heart and this ministry um, through your blog and your podcast. And we'll be praying for you guys as you continue to encourage others. Thank you. Why don't we close our time in prayer? And then goodbye. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful. You are just a good God. You are gentle and lowly. You reach down to the least of us. Um, and you became one of us so that you could pay for our sin. Lord, we we have no doubt that this world is full of sin and selfishness and wickedness. But Lord, thank you for these bright lights like Beauty from Ashes Ranch and like our friend Sarah, who are doing their part to uh, rescue those that they can and to give others the light of the gospel. Uh, Father, would you help us all to be more faithful in this area of sharing your word and your truth, being observant of those around us, listening, seeing their needs, um, of educating ourselves and our own children and our own families. Um, Thank you, Lord, for the list of things that we can do to participate with you in bringing the gospel to the world. Thank you that in the end, you are the victor, that you have the last word and the last say, and we know that it will be justice. We know it will be goodness because it is from you. And we praise you for all these things, Father. We do ask for uh, Beauty for Ashes Ranch, that you would continue to provide financially, that you would provide in staff and land, and that you would bring just the right group of girls Um, who can be ministered to and who can be rescued, truly rescued, spiritually, physically, emotionally, all these ways, Lord. And we praise you for what you're going to do, and we look forward to seeing it and rejoicing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Sarah. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All righty. been listening to the Think Bible podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Smith. Please visit us at our website, www.thinkbible.online to learn more about our ministry or to take advantage of the resources we have there for you. That's www.thinkbible.online. You can also find us at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the name 
Think Bible. Until next time, let's all think and live biblically for the glory of God.